0: Have you ever wondered if cracking your knuckles actually gives you arthritis? Or can you actually die from smoking marijuana? All these misconceptions and a bunch of more rumors are mentioned on the podcast we're talking about today. Rumor Flies is the podcast we're talking about today. It talks about all the origins, the evolution, and why rumors, myths, and misconceptions are the way they are today. Um, They ask the questions like, why do they become so publicly accepted? And they do research on several of them to really find out like certain things. I mean, some of the things that they mention, like, did Coca-Cola ever have cocaine in it? Does Disney ever have secret subliminal images in their films? These questions and a bunch more are always mentioned on the show. And each show itself, each episode, I should say... It has a different topic about it, um, and it's going to be anything of these. So we're going to be talking about a couple of different topics today, and I'm going to be giving you clips from some of the episodes. So sit back, relax, and listen to some rumors.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Rumor Flies, and this is episode 0, our little primer on who we are and what we do. I am Ryan. I'm Josh. And I'm Greg. And with In-Depth Media, right? Yeah, buddy. In-Depth Media. Anyway, we just wanted to give you a little bit of a rundown on who we are what we do. And first off, who we are is we're just three guys that are starting a passion project to address common rumors, myths, and misconceptions of everyday life. You know, just the stuff that you generally hear from word of mouth, from people to people at a bar. Stuff that you really just take for granted and want to maybe think about a little bit more afterwards. Most people don't, but we're the guys that are going to for you.
2: And so you're too lazy to pull out your smartphones and actually research it. So we did it for you. Yeah.
1: We're going to be those guys that say actually after everything.
2: <laughs> Actual. Make sure you enunciate that nice actually.
3: Yeah, we're, we're trying to basically just <laughs> shut down a
1: big game of telephone once and for all. So who we're not <laughs> is the Mythbusters. Uh, we love the Mistbusters, but the they're deal is, is that yeah, they're wonderful people and they're awesome, but we don't have their budget, even <laughs> though they just have closed down at this point by the time we're recording this podcast. <laughs> That's very true. We don't have their budget. We don't have their know-how. None of us here are professionals. This is, like I said, a passion project. Uh, so what we're going to do is address things that are much more easily sourced and is generally already agreed upon by at least the scientific community, stuff that... People can look up on their own if they really wanted to. But once again, they don't. So that's why we're here. And we're just going to run with that. Uh, And it covers
2: all the territory of like those things that they sound correct at face value that we're all guilty of doing. Yeah. Because a lot of times our episodes are built on the idea like, oh, I heard this. And you're like, yeah, I've probably told people that for the past like 10 years and I've never bothered actually confirming that. So that's part of the fun We try to find those little nuggets of ones where it's like, wow, how is that totally wrong? It sounded so correct.
1: Right. And beyond <clears throat> confirming that, we also like to not only decide what's true and what's not. We want to go into how it became such yes. a popular rumor. That's just something that we've been fascinated with in the first place, where you just ask these questions of, like, that's ridiculous. Who said this?
2: Who said the moon was made of cheese? And when are we going to get the budget to fly to the moon and confirm that it is not cheese? On that note...
3: <laughs> Wait, are, are you saying the moon landing didn't happen?
0: Stanley <laughs> Cooper works for the cheese industry. I neither
2: confirming nor denying <laughs>
0: Ryan, Josh, and Greg are all the hosts, uh, co-hosts, I should say, of the show, and uh, let's just jump right into their first topic, drugs.
1: So, our episode today is going to be on drugs, and especially in particularly psychedelics. Now, gotta do this caveat real quick, we are gonna be covering a lot of things about a lot of drugs, but we do not condone, condone, there we go. any drugs. Partaking in any illicit drugs, unless you are prescribed them, but they wouldn't be prescribed would if they were illicit. illicit yeah. yeah. Well, depending <laughs> on where say. you are.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah Don't but, break the law.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, listen to us. Don't do anything that we are going to try not to suggest. This so is
2: jackass of podcast.
1: Yeah. This this is where we kind of get into like <laughs> hazy
3: territory because we're not condoning drug use. We're not
1: for it or anything like that. We're just simply stating the facts here. Can we mention it's an educational show for adults? Yeah.
3: <laughs> so.
1: so anyway, we can jump into it and Josh is going to take the reins first. Yep, yep.
3: All right. So today I'm gonna to talk about overdosing on the marijuanas. Uh, as many of you know, uh, marijuana is a drug that you smoke or eat, depending on how you like to ingest it. But I wanted to talk about uh the there's the common misconception or not misconception but there's the common belief that um, when it comes to marijuana, you cannot overdose on it. And that is actually true. So the thing about it is I looked into it and I actually took this quote from, uh, from a court case actually where they went into it and talked about marijuana use. And the quote is, <clears throat> excuse me, the LD50 rate is around tw- one per 20,000 or one per 40,000. So what that basically means that in order to induce death, a marijuana smoker would have to consume over 20,000 to 40,000 uh, as much marijuana as they would uh, a regular cigarette.
1: Man, that's the first I've heard of the term induced death. Yeah, that's what it says. So
3: basically, uh, a regular marijuana cigarette has 0. 0.9 grams in it. So that would mean that you would have to smoke approximately um, 1,500 pounds of marijuana in about 15 minutes to get a lethal dose.
1: So just 100 per minute? Uh, only
3: basically, yeah,
2: that's not bad.
3: Uh, yeah, if, uh, if that's what you're into, I mean, for some people, why not, yeah. like
1: a
2: Gatling gun, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> So, yeah, you can't die from overdosing on marijuana because I don't want to say it's physically impossible because I'm sure there's a way to do it, but it's damn near impossible.
2: Please don't test it,
3: yeah. No, please don't test that. So, while nobody has actually died from OD on uh, marijuana's there, it has played a big factor into people dying, but mostly through edibles. So it seems that smoking it has less harm than eating it, from what I understand, as far as your mind goes.
1: It's more of a concentration issue. Yeah,
3: that's, that's what I took from it. And there's one case where a guy took a cookie uh, that he was only supposed to eat a part of, and he ate the whole thing. And then he lost his mind, and then he jumped off his hotel balcony. And then there was a woman who was shot by her husband who ate some kind of marijuana edible, and she called the police because he was telling her to get get the gun, and he was acting all weird. So she called the police, and then he shot her.
1: Damn. And these are actual, like, police reports, right?
3: Yeah. These are, like, you can check the show notes. There's actually um, references that, that talk about this. So yeah, marijuana's—it's hard to uh, OD on them, but don't eat them because you hurt other people and yourself.
1: I guess it's a death on technicality, but we're really focusing on—is can you overdose? And so far, nobody has been that much of a champ that they've been able to pound down fifteen hundred joints in you know fifteen minutes. Right.
3: But what I did want to stipulate was that there is a difference—the way it reacts with your body between smoking and eating—but you probably shouldn't do the one because most places it's illegal. So exactly. There you go.
0: Obviously, they debunk some myths about the devil's lettuce there in the uh, last clip, Um, and there's more to come um, if you want to listen to to the rest of that episode. That is Season 1, Episode 7, and that's where they talk about drug misconceptions in general. So now we're going to move on to a different topic, um, and it's going to be about body misconceptions.
1: So I guess jumping into the body myths first is one that is pretty well known, and I... Do it all the time, and I'm sure everybody else does, and they don't, you know, really care whether this actually has the undesired effect. There you go. There you go.
2: Nicely done. Are we going to do the fake one right here?
1: All. If you haven't guessed yet, you know, just oh yeah, cracking knuckles, plugging guys. <laughs> oh damn it! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> cracking knuckles. Let's, cracking knuckles. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cracking Knuckles gives you arthritis. That's what I've heard. Yes. I, I've gotten into
3: many, many confrontations with my dad about this. To, and by confrontations, I mean him just yelling at me saying I'm going to get arthritis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure everybody's had that with at least some. Somebody. Not even older person. Just anybody. There's In general. Like, it's like a half and half split. Well, we're here to destroy that split. Shit, <laughs> on it. Yeah, exactly. But just like MSG, there are people that won't listen to us. So, God, Brian, coming out swinging from the gate. I, I mean, my mom wouldn't even believe me. I was like, Mom. I, Waffle stomp yeah. Okay.
3: Waffle stomp the shit out of it.
1: <laughs> so the idea behind it is that if you crack your knuckles, you're going to get arthritis. Arthritis is generally a bone disease. There's actually like hundreds of different types of arthritis or over a hundred different types of arthritis. So it's kind of a blanket term for a medical condition, but... The most general idea of it is when the cartilage starts wearing out, uh, just from any stress or from high impact, your bones start rubbing together, and then it causes a lot of joint pain, or mainly the joints, yeah. So what we're going to do is is look at why would that apply to cracking your knuckles? Well, there's been a few different studies on it. And in 1998, a man named Dr. Donald Unger made a study, and he wrote an article called Does Knuckle Cracking Lead to Arthritis of the Fingers in the Journal of Arthritis and Rheumatism. So he had to have known what he was talking about to actually be writing to that article, I, to that journal. I guess he's qualified. So he decided to do the study on himself. He did some old-fashioned classical science where he would decide to make himself the guinea pig. And this guy really committed. He published it in 1998, right? Well, it turns out that he started the actual study 50 years previ- uh, previously. 50. So 50. He knew in 1948. Yeah, so in 1948 he knew he
3: was going to do this and decided to commit.
1: Yeah. So that also shows how long this actual myth has been going on. I have not found an origin for this. I'm willing to bet that this exists as long as uh, for since arthritis was discovered. Well, I mean, just
3: as far as, like, a general scope of these, I don't know about you, but I really wasn't able to find a whole lot of the origins of the myths for these. I found, I think, one of them. So, I think a lot of these have more, like, to do with, like, old wives' tales and, and things like that and kind of stemmed yeah, from Yeah, really, that.
1: these apply to things that are so old that it would be really hard to find anybody that wrote it down. It's kind of like an oral history type of thing where right. it's like, yeah, duh, we don't need
0: to write this down. Yeah, so. Exactly. There you have it. If you've been cracking your knuckles (laughs) and have heard that rumor that if you crack them too much, you might get arthritis, it's debunked. Um, It doesn't cause arthritis. So there you have it. Um, That all comes from Season 1, Episode 8. And if you want to go check out the rest of that episode, they talk about plenty more body myths. And um, I'd say it's worth listening to. That way you know some of the things that you've been doing or have bad habits of doing. Really won't hurt you in the end um, when it comes to your your older ages, I guess I should say. So um, I actually did get to speak with Ryan, Josh, and Greg of Rumor Flies. So um, here is that interview.
1: I am Ryan Caligari. I'm one of the hosts of Rumor Flies. And uh, I have with me... Yeah, um, I'm
2: Greg. I help produce the show, although Ryan deserves not giving himself enough credit. He's basically got all the hardware we use for the most part. Um, and handles all the editing for the show as well. So, uh, but yeah, I mostly produce, handle social media and website and back in and uh, assist with the research as well and occasionally provide unwanted commentary in the episodes. <laughs> and uh, I'm Josh. I'm the
3: other host along with Ryan. I help out with all of these things that they do, but I mostly just drink Ryan's alcohol. So that's, that's me. <laughs>
1: And I guess as to what we do, I think Greg has the best uh, easy description in a, in a little nutshell <laughs> my, of what we do. My elevator pitch has basically become: um, we
2: investigate we comically address your favorite myths, rumors, and misconceptions, and we investigate their veracity as well as their origins. And uh, it's somewhere between Snopes and MythBusters.
0: Gotcha. So it's this—it's this nice intersection between the two.
2: Yeah, because we don't necessarily test everything and we're not necessarily like going through Snopes, you know, like checking where it's, uh, they just create these articles and lists of things. It's somewhere in between where we um, will test things if we think it's fun and try to make video supplements out of it occasionally. Gotcha. But generally, we'll pick common myths and we'll look for. One, is it true or how true or, you know, where's it fit on this kind of on the sliding scale? And if we can, we try to find the origins, which generally lead to some of the most interesting episodes. We've got some stuff that we thought was going to be really boring and we go down the rabbit hole. and we're like, whoa, this was crazy interesting. <laughs> so that, that
1: happens definitely every few episodes. We get some pretty interesting out, ones out of left field. Ultimately, we're not uh, – what makes us different than, I like, guess, Mythbusters is the fact that we – are kind of an aggregate of other people's research that we get as much as we can together and do whatever we can to either verify or debunk this random, either mundane or insane claim that we will be discussing each episode.
3: Yeah, I think the the best way to put it is if you're at a bar having a drink <laughs> and somebody starts saying something and uh, you, you take it for face value and we just kind of sit there and like, you know, let's see if that's actually true. And uh, we, we just kind of like Greg said, go down the rabbit hole and we we figure it out of you know, where it came from, why it, it evolved into the way it is. It's like a big game of telephone. So we just try to hit the nail on the head and figure out if it's
0: true or not. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's a great description. That's what was my questions, actually, just to hear straight from you what it's about. But that's awesome. Um, so <laughs> where exactly did, it, did this originate? Um, is it exactly what you said? You were in a bar one night and uh, just decided to evaluate it more just or is it something called
2: else? into being at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the, um, <clears throat> if, y- if y'all might, I'll kind of take point on this one to begin. Um, I used to... So I got into podcasting several years ago, kind of dabbled here and there, figuring it out, like what the hell is an RSS feed, <laughs> and I did this show called Projecting for a while, um, where I would kind of ramble a little bit, but a lot of times have friends on to talk about anything. And Ryan, who was an old friend of mine in high school as well as Josh, but um, Ryan approached me because we hadn't seen each other in a long time, and he was like, "Hey, I kind of want to come on and talk about GMOs and um." Uh, what was it specifically? You wanted to talk about GMOs and uh, there was one other thing you really wanted to cover. Oh, it was mostly so GMOs it was, though. It was mostly GMOs. Yeah. So he wanted to come on and talk about common misconceptions about that because he'd been working in a lab a lot of that research. It was searing steak. Yeah. Oh yeah. How to cook the best steak ever. And so he came on and basically we had, a, he had just this launches all his information all this research and um later he came he approached me and said he had talked to Josh and he really wanted to turn this into more of a formal thing where he did this regularly on all kinds of subjects and I'm um, asked me to help produce the show and get it off the ground so the three of us formed a team with you know Ryan and Josh at the helms as the major personalities of it with um Two very different approaches to, you know, you two are, y'all can pick it up here, but you two are old, old childhood friends mm-hmm. and if I have a really good dynamic, which is part of the big selling point of the show in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I guess simply put, um, I had been wanting to do a thing where it's kind of like, uh, I have this strong, uh, affiliate, like I, I really value education more than almost anything else because I think it can solve a lot of problems. But at the same time, learning things can be boring if you know you're doing it. So we thought of the idea of just the, you know... Trick people into learning by making it kind of a comedic and almost ridiculous <laughs> type of show. So, okay. but we had, at the same time wanted to do something where it wanted to be interesting in a certain way, where you can be those guys and say, "Actually, it's like this," as Josh said earlier. But uh, it started even when we were just talking. I was, we were playing some video game, and I Rocket remember, League. yeah, I think we we're playing Rocket League. And then I was just talking to Josh about the possibly starting a podcast, and we were talking about possible things, and it eventually clicked that we were both just going to like do Disney myths, and that's kind of where it got legs. Um, that's always our opener of each season is different Disney myths. Those are so fun. Yeah. We might have to start <laughs> recashing that soon. But uh, essentially what happened was Josh and I were able to build the paper airplane and then Greg knew which way in the wind to throw it. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good way of putting it.
1: But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the short version of it. I mean, not, there was, there's not too many extra details. It just took us a couple of months of just uh, deciding, is this really going to be enough material? And then also, what the hell are we going to name it? And mm-hmm. then we eventually landed on, you know, rumor flies. So uh, that's about it on that side.
0: Awesome. So, I mean, you're you're pretty far into the podcast now, right? How is it going so far?
3: Oh, man, it's going great. We just actually hit one year of, uh, of doing this. Yeah, thanks, man. It's It's been a hell of a ride. It's been so much fun. We, um, you know, I never thought we'd get so far so quickly. I mean, we're in our third season right now. We're about to have what is it? Our seventh episode next week come out. Yeah. So it'd be episode 36 of the entire. Topic. Yeah. So our 36 episodes about to come out and, uh, you know, so we did 35 in a year and it's, it's been fun. Like just, and we've covered so many just different topics and, uh, it's, it's just, it's crazy. I, I just can't believe we're already doing this for a year. It just, it flew by.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, can you describe, is there a decent community around you guys? Um, do you get a lot of, uh, community feedback and whatnot?
1: um, so we are, we kind of got a little bit ahead because we joined pretty early on uh, our collective called the Dark Myths Collective. Great podcast. Oh, guessing. that's right, that's Shout right. For those guys, they're fantastic. The guys and ladies, they're all fantastic. Everybody yeah. there is really fun and really uh, supportive of each other. We, Everybody guests on everybody's show at some point, it seems like. And uh, you, you've heard on our show probably, we plug other shows and they plug us and everything. So that built yep. the community and we got like kind of a nice varied amount of people, a lot of Australians, not sure why, yeah, that's but, right. uh, <laughs> okay. But, but we yeah. are getting response. Uh, we do occasionally get, uh, uh, emails either through Facebook or through our general email. We even at, were able to do an episode that we just released yeah, our, the last one.
2: our episode. I guess I don't know when you're releasing this, but our survival myths episode was a suggestion from a listener, um, that basically was like, awesome, awesome idea. We sat on that for quite some time, but the moment we heard it, we're like, oh God, yes, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, and,
1: and we honestly have opened it up to our, uh, opened up the response because, we have actually told our listeners, you know, call us out on our BS if you hear something weird. We'll we'll pay the price for it. You I see every other episode we have someone either expanding
2: or like not necessarily contradicting. I've only had one or two times where they've said, I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they'll come in and be like, oh, I've also heard blank. Like yeah. we've had some, and some people write some long emails, man. Yeah, it's really to... detailed stuff. It's cool right. though. I love it. Like they took the time to write all that just for us. Like that's so cool.
1: I think my favorite example of the community response that we've had was um, – there was this one woman we did an episode on, I think uh, it was the Walt Disney parks. Mm-hmm. And that was the very first episode that we did. And we were talking about something called club 33, which is supposedly a secret club for, you know, the big wigs of Disney cast and uh, members and everything like that. Like something like $10,000 a year type of uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. membership fee. And we talked about that and how it actually exists and it's in Disneyland. And then we had a response from a woman that actually had been there in like the heyday of disneyland where it was just starting and she described it uh what she saw when she was in there and it turns out she had described like the original iteration of it like saying that there was this nice little elevator and everything like Mm -hmm. this beautiful elevator and when i actually saw some pictures of club 33 that elevator is now a like dining booth as, like, a preserved, like, little, uh, I guess, artifact from the original Club 33. Yeah. So I thought that was great that she saw that original yeah, stuff. we'll get so, some really cool stories from
0: people. Mm-hmm. It's really fun.
1: Turns out when you have, like, a, a global audience that, you know, you get almost anything. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So how exactly do you do you get your stories? Now, I know you just said you get some suggestions, but um, where do you typically go yeah. about finding these?
2: We, we actually <laughs> – are you talking about how we come up with the, like the episode topic? themes? Yeah, or are you, like, the topic? I guess both, yeah. Honestly, it it really started and um y'all can jump at any point, but um it when we first came up with the idea, Josh and Ryan apparently when they're playing Rocket League came up with like half of the first season, like oh, out wow. of the game. They just wrote down it. and so every season when we start before like we do seasons so we can have some time to prep and we record a few of the first episodes so that way we don't do the whole season ahead because one, we want to be able to respond to people, maybe change course mid season if something cool comes up. But also, we but we do a little bit of pre-recording, so that way we're not burying ourselves and miserable. Mm. Um, but. What we end up doing is at the beginning of each season, we have a big Google Doc we all share. And we sit there and we have this master one that's gone from day one that has every idea we've ever come up with in our brainstorming and just in conversation with people. Like all the time, we'll be texting each other, like, dude, someone just
1: said blank. I think we should do myths all about that. And we're like, oh, that's cool. Add it to the list. Yeah, it's interesting because usually you're not too strapped to come up with some ideas. Because I mean, I've had times like that. We were really worried about that at the beginning that we were going to be too broad and lose all our topics. Yeah, I've had some times where I've been talking with friends, though, and they just say stuff. And like you know, and you're like, oh, I've heard that too. Or you're just like, "Mm, that sounds kind of weird. And then it's like 3 a.m. I get a text from like Josh or something, and like, dude, we need to cover this. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm sleeping, but you're right. (laughs) Um, But it's it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Like a lot of it, you know. It presents itself to us, and then we just got to make sure to, like, remember it. But that's why we have the Google Doc to do that. Yeah, like, and like we'll see a Facebook article. We'll have a conversation
2: with someone. It could be anything. Yeah, I mean
3: one of the things that we never thought we'd go into, uh, law myths. Oh,
2: like, uh, yeah.
3: We never myths. thought we'd get into that. And I, I don't even remember how we came across that, but instantly I all saw, three of us uh, –
2: I, I watched um, – Mallard. I saw the citizens arrest episode oh, on um, Masters of Master of None with Aziz yeah. uh, Ansari, and I was like, "What if you can actually do that?" And I'm like, "Ooh, crazy legal myths!" Yeah, so that's
3: <laughs> and that's like we did that this season, and that was so much fun. Like, it, we just kind of get inspiration from all over. It, it's really, really interesting how like you just kind of go down the rabbit hole through different things, and you land on you know what what we've covered so far.
2: By the way, citizens arrests are a real thing, but don't do them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bad idea. Very bad idea. Yeah. The liability is crazy. Yeah, Turns okay. out it can be kidnapping. Yeah, you can accidentally be <laughs> kidnapping someone.
0: <laughs> you know, that's good to know. I'm glad I know that now. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, to totally go back to um, a point before, um, where exactly did you guys all meet?
3: Oh, wow. You two
2: first. Huh?
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Ryan and I have been friends since, like, sixth grade. So, yeah. we were, like... Six. Sixth <laughs> grade. We were, like... What? Probably 12? 12? Yeah. So we've been friends for a long time. And then Ryan and Greg went to high school together. Um, Ryan and I went to separate high schools, but they met there. And then just hanging out with Ryan, Greg and I also revolved around the same circle. So we've all been friends for like 10 years at least.
1: Yeah. uh, Me and Greg touched base again, like he said, uh, because I think Greg shipped off to Virginia for a while for Mm -hmm. school and I was Mm -hmm. a homebody and stayed at college down here, mm-hmm. but uh, once you got back, you know, everybody runs into each other in this very big but tiny city for some reason. Yeah, and everybody just, knows everybody. One thing led to another. I ran into Greg, we started hanging out, and then Josh started hanging out with me and Greg, and then just that's how it works.
0: And then from there, just one day a podcast come up, came about then. Well, I
2: started hanging out with them mostly because of the podcast, and that's actually one thing. They've heard me say this a thousand times, but that was one of my only major hang when we started was I was like, I'm coming in. I knew them when I was younger, but these two have a very strong friendship, Uh and they're both really cool about just kind of letting me into their world again, and just – it's always been the three of us, which has always been a really cool part of this show, not to get too sappy, but like it's uh, (laughs) – that's part of the fun of it, though, is that like this – Ryan and I met again because of the show I did that as an experiment, and then because I did that and Ryan's idea, Josh and I then – became friends again and like i got to hang out with him again so it just it was a really kind of a fun part of the whole story of podcasting is that like i have two incredible friends
1: because of this experiment and like yeah. that's a really fun element of it all but i mean we like to believe we're <laughs> inclusive i mean if we had a fourth person they're gonna have to go through a hazing process oh absolutely <laughs> you know, door easily,
0: so.
2: early adopter <laughs>
0: You've done a ton of episodes so far. Is there any that you can pinpoint where you really were like, "Damn, that was a that was a cool episode," or you learned a lot from doing it? Uh,
1: a recent one, actually. Yeah. We we may have like kind of done a more recent. I guess we'll just go real quick with it. Uh, Josh, you want to start?
3: Uh, I think the animals one in season two.
1: Yeah, that, that was
3: when we finished that one. I just looked at him and I just said like, "We nailed it!" Like that. <laughs> that you
1: need to do that every time. You Just. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever we did, let's do that again. It was great. Gotcha. Um, and it's just the way it flows sometimes. I think mine. I think we recently did an episode on sleep. But we usually have this thing where oh, whatever yeah, topics we, we do, really we have to out. give, like, a whole history or explanation of something to get the listener familiar with how we uh, are going to talk about this topic or prove or disprove it. you got to give them some background. Mm-hmm. Well, we decided in this episode we were just going to give all the background in the beginning almost, and mm-hmm. then afterwards just... Go bang 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 through everything and just reference what we had said earlier. And I just like it because we've been finding like ways to really make it click with certain episodes. It's not one size fits all for everything. Yeah, we do everything yeah, from like right. history to food science, and those two things are far and few between in terms of like relevance. <laughs> so it, it, it's just nice finding like a new way to present something a little bit easier. I really enjoy finding a way to easily um, convey something, like, convey it to the listener without having to kind of just go down track a and come back and then go down the main track and go down b and then come back it's easier just to mainline it well part of it is that you weren't like we weren't really preparing that. this was like ryan's idea i looked at that we have a
2: we use a lot of google Docs. we have <laughs> show notes on a google doc that we then edit and put out after the show but i go in and there's this like page of information i just like immediately message them. I go what the hell is this Like, I'm like, dude, what, what are you doing? This is going to like, we're never going to get the topic. And he explained the rationale and instead of kind of this piecemeal thing where we're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about blank. Oh, well, I guess I should explain what this is first. But uh, is that important? Like It, it, it honestly reeked to being unprepared. So it's something new that we've been doing that I think makes it a lot more streamlined. We can just hit the topics one after the other, keep a really great flow after like a five to seven minute primer of the subject in general. Okay.
3: Well, one of, the, one of the great things that evolved out of the show was actually one of Greg's friends
2: oh, suggested. Like, yeah.
3: So one of the things that we like to do is that we, we – Decide what the topics are, and then Ryan and I do no research. Oops, no research for the other person. Like we like to keep they it as it up, yeah. yeah, we just keep it as organic as possible. So that way, when I'm covering something, Ryan's learning the same time that you know the listeners are, and vice versa. Well, one of the things we ended up doing was that one of us would ask questions about the topic, and it would be something that neither one of us thought about. So now we got Greg, who is our you know fact checker, as we like to call him. So when there's something that comes up. We just ask Greg and he you know, tries to find the answer. You know, I mean relatively simple answer. Well, Mike gave
2: me so much hell for that too because he's sitting there and he's like, yeah, y'all have these cool discussions that are kind of interesting. And then suddenly you ask this great question and you toss up your hands. You're like, oh, well, I guess we don't know. And you move on and you have a goddamn computer in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's pretty yeah. much how he said it to me. <laughs> well, yeah. And
3: so it's like it's been great now that – when, you know, Ryan's talking about something and I'll ask a question and if he doesn't know, Greg can get the answer and it just – it keeps the episode just so much more clean. He's our organic
1: Wikipedia. Yeah, that's right. There you go. <laughs> uh, but Greg, real quick, I guess, uh, speaking about what's, what, was your episode that you thought? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well? Um,
2: that's, that's actually really hard to say. I loved – I was very worried. These two know and I've gotten a little lighter over time and they've also learned not to push too hard. But I get very worried about, one, you know – What are we implying, especially if we hit something involving politics and society? And, you know, so sometimes I'll occasionally be like, I don't know if we can do blank. And we all have a discussion about it. Um, But none of us tries to put our foot down. But we did this at the end of season two. We did a snake oil episode. And that was – Ryan especially hates to hit politics. That's something very specific you like to stay out of. Powder keg stuff like the Kennedy assassination, things like that. And we went and just laid in to the stuff that Dr. Oz and Alex Jones sell – like just hard, okay. and we had blurry a photos
0: situation
2: <laughs> <on>. yeah exactly <laughs> it's very powder keggy and we just decided to wind up after you know 20 22 episodes we we're like all right let's do one and like let's just throw down like we just we brought blurry <laughs> photos on with us they were so cool to come on and the show was a little chaotic at times and i'm sure ryan had a nightmare editing it Ugh. but that was such a fun episode at the end to be like it was cool to have we to recognize we have a formula a formula. And we kind of have a way we do things and then, for it to be so established and known, to be like, oh, we're off script. Like we have a we have a style. Like that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And that was a very big moment for me, uh, just doing the show. Like we really do have a style. We have a personality, and there's things we do and people recognize and inside jokes that fans occasionally make. Like nothing's cooler than someone tweets an inside joke at you from your show. You're like, holy <laughs> crap! What this like came out of our show. Like it's so that's so cool, right? Yeah. Like, no, right. Guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, I'm with you. Like, it's, you know, like, I I, like, I have no shame. Like, I, I make fun of my own family in the show. So, like, when people say something about one of my family members I tend to make fun of, like, it's just great. It's like, it makes me feel like they're part of the family.
1: He's a riot at Christmas. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, talking about your families, what do they think of the podcast? Do they listen?
3: Uh, <laughs> um, my, So, my mom asked me about probably about 15 episodes in she's like are you still doing that music thing i'm like podcast And she goes yeah <laughs> she goes well how do i find it she goes well i googled josh and ryan and you know nothing came up i'm like just look harder next time mom you'll you'll figure it out <laughs> but my uh my brother's listen- my brother listens to the show okay. my cousin is an avid avid fan of the show um i have, I have a couple family members that do listen
2: to it yeah
0: awesome yeah. that's cool
2: um, my parents aren't very familiar with podcasts. Um, <laughs> they've asked me multiple. Although my dad did, he did figure out how to listen to hardcore history um you oh, cool. it, it, got that and um my mom every time I see her, she's like yeah you need to download that show for me like my show you know rumor flies and I go mom I've done it three times <laughs> so <laughs> one day one day she'll listen I'm, I'm, I'm sure i am sure, no but they've they've heard little clips and stuff my dad actually came on the show in the first season yeah um yeah. a little interview segment with him about a really really rare disease called trichinosis and um like okay. no one gets it and like he got yeah. it. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> like, CDC got involved, all kinds of craziness. Like, it's pretty funny, but – because he's okay. That's the word for it. But, um, yeah, it's um, – some of my siblings have checked it out, I guess. I mean, you know, I don't have, like, a bunch of family fans or anything,
1: but they've all checked it out and are very supportive of the show. My family doesn't know or care to find out what podcasts
0: <laughs> are. <laughs> oh, okay. So I want to ask you, as podcasters, I mean, you've had some experience now in the world. Um, I mean what do you what do you see the future of podcasting being? I like asking this to a lot of the people that I talk to just because there's so many different opinions and how how it's all changing.
1: Greg's answering this one. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Greg's our meta guy. I think so I spent a lot of time on podcasts forums and all right, i think there's I'm gonna kinda answer this in two parts, but that's okay, but I'll try to keep very brief. Yeah. Um one of the major problems I find well, there's really two parts to is that one we get terrible data iTunes and Stitcher and everyone doesn't share anything with us and so whether using PodTrack or whatever you're using it's all cobbling together multiple sources and it makes it really difficult Um, you know I'm sure you know this too like data analytics are just terrible Mm -hmm. unless you're getting it straight from the source and we just we don't iTunes is what 55% of the traffic like you're missing half the data and we just it just makes things very difficult and unfortunately I don't know how people are going to solve that but you know we can do some decent guesstimation Um, the other thing is I find, um, all podcasting expanding and I find there's, it's a really optimistic, um, I see this a lot in film too. I work in the film industry, but people are very supportive of each other. Uh, but you'll then find that, uh, and not to be, this is kind of mean to say, I'll just be honest though. Like some shows are not very good and they won't recognize that their show's not good. Uh, whether it's the audio quality, I'm not even talking about content, but you'll have someone who's like, Oh, we're a hundred episodes and no one listens. And I'm like, well, the common theme is that's your show. I mean I mean, as charged as that sounds and we had to recognize shortcomings with ours. Like there was technical difficulties. We weren't researching. You know, when Mike came to us and said, y'all should be asking on the air, we could have said, no, we like the way we do it. And it's not that we do everything perfect, but I just think – a lot of people in our effort to be so supportive of each other, sometimes we need to be a little tougher with each other. Um, we're very it, it's an art. I mean, exactly. It can be yeah. constructive. You don't need to say your show sucks, but you can listen and go, hey man, I really think your audio quality needs work. Like
1: that's a huge problem you have. Like yeah. you can be upfront about it. I really it. think that there's like a magic recipe, just like in Hollywood. Yeah. If you're not not necessarily have a good movie, but if you want to have a movie that actually sells tickets to the box office, there's this very cut and dry formula that you can do that's at least just gonna get people filling seats yeah, yeah. um and yeah. i don't think that format has been made for podcasts no yet. not it's not yeah, clear no. and well, yeah there's well, no one size fits all so, so, like, so that needs to happen first well one so one of the things with us
3: that from day one with the show that i've always maintained to both ryan and greg is that if there's something that doesn't like stand up audio quality that i that any of us think is bad we're not going to publish it because there's nothing that i want out there that i'm not going to be proud of we've had more than one episode where one person shut it down yeah Done that we've done that before and it's... and there was no questions asked like you know we talked it out and, and if we're just not comfortable with it then we just we just say all right we dump it and we move on not all content is equal yeah exactly and you know one of the things that i, I think just to kind of piggyback off of greg one of the things that bothers me you know nowadays is that you know, this is a hobby and it's fun, but it, it I mean there is a lot of work, and so people of work. people don't take the time to sit there and you know use you know proper SEO techniques. And you know, we the one thing that you know, especially Greg, we shout from the rooftops is Google Plus. Uh, that's the best way to get your name in the search bar, you know, as as one of the first results and people are like, well, I don't use Google plus plus, you know, it's dead. There's nobody there. Yeah. Well, if you want to show up in a Google result, you know, you need to do their product. Yeah. And, And there's just like, there is no perfect formula, but there is better well I guess the just better practices. Yeah, practices that you should undergo. You know, and I but I do think that people are becoming more and more privy to them. Um and one of the other things that I think is interesting about the future is that there's gonna be a lot more uh, visual mediums that I yeah, think are yeah visual podcasting.
0: Okay.
2: there's a lot of rumbling i
3: think that there's that's going to be a really big thing in the future I, but that's I, one of those other things that there's not a perfect formula for like mm-hmm. that's going to have to be something that people you know someone figures out
1: my optimistic view of podcasts in the future to get back to your question i guess in a simpler way is that right now we're seeing something like netflix and hulu and all mm-hmm. these other stream services uh-huh. take over cable i feel like this is eventually going to take over I, I, I hope it, I hope it would take over something like radio. There's a whole bunch of like royalties things with music in particular, but when it comes to news, um, i know there are already every every news network has its own yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. but i feel like yeah. it's going to shift We're not all focus. doing very well though i feel like it's going to shift focus eventually to the point where more people might be going to that for news and especially since it can be archived you can go back to it very easily and find it yeah. um, and also it's it, i don't know it's a it's a great way of record keeping it's almost like little bit little time capsules mm-hmm. that um, i mean you would usually have to dig through a tv station's yeah. tapes in order to find something from a while ago this is there forever, so I think it's going to have some important bit in the future when it comes to the way people learn and just get their news and ways of going about life. Hopefully that's the case. Um, I don't see podcasts dying no, at all, but I, I really can't give you a clear-cut answer of like how it's going to change the world yeah. or anything like that. It's just a, a slightly optimistic view of something that I haven't yeah. thought too much about.
2: I do think we need to get off the RSS method, though. It's, it, it works, but it yeah, also... I, I can
0: agree with that, Yeah. Yeah, I
2: just... <laughs> it's, a dated, it's a dated way of doing things, and I think that it's sure. holding us back, especially on the data analytics. But,
3: but the issue you get into that is that nobody's developing
2: something new that's better. Well, you have a thousand people forming solutions that aren't good. But right, well, that's the thing.
3: It's like, there's, <laughs> but there's, no, there's no concrete way to where you can be like, well, this is obviously a better solution, and it's simple and easy, and, and we're just not there Which yet. towards... You Find, find a way, way to weaponize
1: Anchor it. People will get it yeah, very soon and very quick.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why Anchor looks interesting. I'm curious to see how that develops. That's uh, something I'm definitely gonna be keeping an eye on. I mm-hmm. think <laughs> groups like um, shout out to Kimberly over at Signal FM as well. They've got some interesting ideas too. Yeah, I, I think. That yeah, she's she's great. Um, we we talk a lot and like they're they've got a lot. I just think like the idea of they went. Oh well how do we do live engagement? And you're like, Oh, that's an interesting question. Like right. that's something yeah. I was like, Oh, that's a very interesting question. I don't know that. And I'm very curious to see how you handle that. But yeah, I guess we've kind of rambled enough on that. I'm sure you got the point.
0: From us. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love hearing. I love hearing you guys' opinions, especially, yeah. I mean, that was probably one of the best answers I've gotten ever. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I would love to ask you a million more questions, but I guess, uh, for right now, I guess we can keep it short and sweet. Uh, is huh. there any um, social media or websites you'd like to shout out for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he so, has that jack-in-the-box wound up. Yep, right there you just go,
1: man.
2: Uh, I used to always do the little hug the radio, come in like, oh. we're going to talk like NPR. <laughs> um, but, you no, know, it's uh you can find us. We're at um, rumorfliespodcast.com. That'll have a link to basically everything. But... Um, We are at RumorFlies on Twitter, at RumorFlies on Instagram, facebook.com slash RumorFlies. You can email us at RumorFlies at gmail.com. You can find us on Google Plus for that sweet, sweet SEO. (laughs) And um, I'm trying to think, is there any platforms I'm forgetting? We don't have YouTube. We don't have our Snapchat. Oh, that's right. Sorry, youtube.com slash C slash RumorFlies. We we crossed the 100 subscriber threshold a while back and finally got to have a custom URL. So that always stunk. We're like, oh, yeah, check us on YouTube. Just, you know.
1: Look for us. <laughs> I, accidentally made a, I accidentally made a Rumorflies UStream account too that we're probably never going to use, but just in case you find us. Uh, and
3: I guess another thing I'll just kind of throw in there is that another way you can find us is DarkMyths.org. Oh uh, yes, that you're in. so
2: good about doing yeah. that. Dark Myths again, amazing group, so many good shows on there. Really smart people, astonishing legends, and like. Daniel Bolelli.
3: History yeah, on fire, fire. fire, you
1: got uh, Singing Bones, yeah, I mean, just so a lot many good shows.
3: Blurry Photos, are dudes over there, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: People that are much more, uh, <laughs> less silly than us, I guess, would be the way to put it. I don't know about Blurry Photos. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they, they tend to stick to, like, I guess, darker or more. We uh, lassoed them into this, though. Yeah, so. <laughs> they regret never <laughs> letting us into that.
0: The edition of today's show was super long, so I, I'm sure you realize that. I actually had to cut down the interview a lot. Um, we talked about so much, and they made like extremely great points, not only about their show and about society in general, but especially about podcasting. And I really wanted to feature it because I feel like it speaks to the The true nature of podcasting in itself. And to hear straight from people who've been doing it for a while now is just, it's fantastic. So I love it. Um, And I hope you understand why I had to include so much from the interview. Anyways, um, that does it for the show today. Make sure you go follow RumorFlies at RumorFliesPodcast.com. They're also on the social medias um, all over. You can go find it um, on the website. You can find them on Twitter at RumorFlies. Um, And also on Facebook at RumorFlies and Instagram at RumorFlies. And you can listen to their podcast on any podcast platform that you use. Anyways, you can get in contact with me personally. Um, to talk about the podcast itself um, by using that call-in feature right here on Anchor or getting in touch with me on Twitter at POTD Anchor. And from there, you can talk to me about the Rumor Flies podcast or any other podcasting stuff in general. So I look forward to hearing from you, and until then, have a great one.